The NBA roaring back into action. How is it going for those highly paid performers and the supporting crew? We're going to talk the National Basketball League. That's not how they originally did that, is it? And a return to pro sports on today's Money with Friends featuring Tate Frazier from Titus and Tate on today's Money with Friends. Welcome back to the Money with Friends podcast, coming to you live from my mom's roving half-finished basement today outside of Texarkana, Texas. I'm Joe Saul Cihai. And I am Tate Frazier from the Titus and Tate podcast and pushing through, and I am in Los Angeles, and I'm happy to be here, Joe, because we're going to talk about the NBA, and I'm excited. Well, and I should have said pushing through because we're talking about the NBA today, you know? But anyway, this is a podcast <laughs> where we cover recent stories ripped from the financial press. Today, we're going to uh, tackle actually what reads much more like a blog post from uh, Yahoo Sports. Uh, not only do we read them like some podcasts, but we dive into how they affect your wallet and what you can do to invest, save, and pay down debt more effectively. And if that's not enough, we share a big idea at the end of the show that you can take with you to be better at money the rest of the week. Uh, today's show is brought to you by NordPass. You think I did a good read yesterday, Tate? This is going to be mm. even better. Do you use do you use a password manager? Yes. It's, it is amazing. I didn't used to. I had one password, and then I realized that if you hack me one place, you're going to hack everything I have. You got everything. Yeah, that's, yes. That's the conundrum. You'll get all that big podcasting money that I built up. Uh, <laughs> NordPass, we lock passwords. You hold the key. You can check it out. You get 60% off, and you will also get a month free if you use our link, nordpass.com forward slash MWF for money with friends. That's nordpass.com forward slash MWF. Well, we didn't scare them off. Tate Frazier, back for another episode man good to have you yeah no it's great to be back i mean I, I had a great time yesterday but we were talking about you know baseball and the mlb which is a little little outside of my realm of expertise these days just because i haven't covered the mlb i used to cover, cover college baseball like i said like i said yesterday but to get in the basketball space again the nba world uh, i feel much more comfortable so maybe i don't sound as dumb as i did yesterday but but, but, but see i thought you sounded brilliant yesterday by the way okay, dude. Okay, but that's what we do here on money with friends we push you I mean, Tate, mm. we push you, we, we, yeah. we push the boundaries and we also show people just how flexible you can be when it comes to, you know, you don't want to get typecast, especially in the mm. world of sports. I mean, you don't want to be a one trick, just all basketball, all the time sports dude. You're right. And I don't even want to be a sports guy. So I'm like, I really need to, you know, this is, this is trying to diversify my range anyway. So now I'm in the finance world. It's going to be great. I feel like JJ Reddick, you know what I mean? He can do anything. So if he can do it, I can do it. So that, that's my outlook. Excellent. Well, let's go though to, to Tate's wheelhouse today and uh, talk MBA and the season firing up. Let's see which one of our friends is going to help us kick off today's show. This is John. This is David of the Queer Money Podcast. The Money Talking Party starts now. It's time for Money with Friends. All right, this piece, uh, the tape brought us uh, to the table, uh, uh, is really a blog post from uh, uh, Chris Haynes at Yahoo Sports. Uh, have you met yep. Chris before? Yes, we actually had him on Pushing Through uh, not too long ago. So and he, he's like a correspondent for us. We're going to talk to him a little bit while he's in the bubble. So this was our foray into finding out what Chris has been up to the three weeks that he's been in the bubble. But BJ and I, uh, we, Chris is a great guy. He's got a great story. So we're excited to see him get all this coverage right now. Well, and this is a story about Inside the Bubble. It's called Inside the Bubble for the NBA's one-of-a-kind Disney restart. I think it will do, Tate, if you don't mind reading uh, uh, just the intro to this, and then we'll talk about the middle part a little bit because it's a fairly long piece and i think i'll wrap it up with the end if that's all right with you 
Yeah, that's perfect. So I'll start it out. So this is in first person from Chris Haynes. So the I in this is Chris Haynes, not myself, but I'll go from there. So here we go. It's been three weeks since I arrived on the Walt Disney World campus in preparation for the NBA restart. I was one of two media members allowed into the bubble two weeks before the rest of the media contingent and a week before teams arrived. The league permitted early entrance to two of its broadcast partners, Turner and ESPN. I'm a full-time Yahoo Sports employee, but I'm also one of TNT's sideline reporters. In late June, Turner asked if I'd be willing to go to the bubble early. I asked when, and the response was in a few days. Damn. Suddenly, I'm making family arrangements and packing for a three-month period in a matter of two days. The plan was to get there early to quarantine in order to be cleared to report on on air upon the teams arriving on campus. Gone till October, and now he's in quarantine. Yeah, and he he goes through talking about quarantine and about how the teams are at uh, Disney's uh, Coronado Springs Resort. Uh, They're also at, uh, uh, he's at Bonnet Creek, the the, the Wyndham Grand, and he talks about how it wasn't restrictive and about how he could stop and he could could talk to some people. But then once, uh, as, as quarantine got over and the team started practicing, there was a little bit more of a lockdown and it became a little more difficult for him to talk to different players uh, uh, around the league. Uh, And then the piece ends, though, talking about the boundaries that are in place. He says, the other media members cleared quarantine Sunday, but the legal now have boundaries put in place. The access I once had to roam freely across the resort is gone. Media members will now be confined to the resident space. Testing will either be in hotel rooms or in the designated place in our area. The cafe and restaurants I shared with the teams are no more. Our three meals will be available at a location to be determined. In fact, in order to get to practices at the convention center, which is a minute walk from our hotel, we now have to take a shuttle from the back of our premises that will unload us all in front of the convention center. This is to keep us from the root of the players and staff. We do have a fitness center and a pool. It was quite an experience the last three weeks. To paraphrase Aladdin, we're going to see a whole new bubble. It was fun while it, it, it while it lasted. And, uh, and this is, this is interesting to me. I, I read, and, and we obviously didn't read the whole piece, but some of the stuff that he goes through Tate, mm-hmm. just to, just, uh, 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 number one, being in quarantine in the first place, he can't really do much besides stay in his room. He's, he's got these very specific guidelines of where he can be. I read this, I see the stuff from the players and I think, is this really worth it? Like, is it, is it, do you think that this season is worth it? I think it's definitely, it's definitely a sacrifice to say the least. Right. I mean, I don't know what the, the, the worth would be for that, but it's a sacrifice for everyone that goes down to the bubble and, and media media included, right. The Chris is a part of the media. And I think the fascinating part of this is, and as far as the access has been granted, he was there and I think he went live on Instagram and it was like Kyle Kuzma and Donovan Mitchell walked by two guys that are not on the same team, but two guys that are superstars, but they're hanging out with each other. And you know, that's not necessarily apropos to say these guys, are all competing for this big title you know what i mean it's turned into a a camp of sorts and the the media had to be separated out of that camp because the nba makes a lot of money off scoops and rumor mill and those reporters they report those scoops and they have relationships with the players and what happens when the 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 you know it gets muddied and a relationship is is invested in somewhere else and then who knows what it looks like and and you don't want to have leaked stories coming out you don't want to have the media reporting things that you can't control if you're the nba so the nba makes the move to basically isolate them even though we're in a bubble of isolation where there's even further isolation um it's like a study of the human experience right i mean this is a social experiment this is a science experiment uh, at the same time yeah. and we're also playing basketball like you said at the end of the day and it, it does seem like it's a lot for 
to, to play a game, you know, like whenever you lose a game, you know, you, the people that will come to you and console you, they're like, it's just a game. You know, that, that same rhetoric is not being placed here when you look at all that is going into the bubble. But the one thing I will say is the NBA has been impressive. We, we talked about the MLB yesterday. They don't they don't seem to have much of a plan other than, you know, let's see what happens, wear a mask. And the NBA has gone to the nth degree down to the, the, the minute details, like as you can see in Chris's piece, as to how they're going to handle any sort of situation. And that gives you know you have to give kudos to the league because that they have enough people that are well informed and smart enough and 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 able to put a plan together and piece a plan together that that at least has been functioning for now because the last time they took tests zero you know positive cases of coronavirus out of three hundred twenty six players so uh, that in and of itself in this country right now is pretty remarkable. I know. Well, that's what I was thinking about even yesterday with the MLB, which those teams are even bigger. Yep. Y- you got all these players in one place. They're young men. They're yep. going to be, they're going to be quarantined for a hell of a long time uh, from other long people. Time. At some point, somebody's going to want to escape, right? You're going to see somebody, somebody, I think it'd be hilarious to see a player just like w- running across the Florida, you know, <laughs> uh, underneath the monorail. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At Disney and, and trying to get away. But what happens to this experiment? The second that one of these guys gets coronavirus. Well, I mean, it, it's the ultimate test. And I think, that's the question that everyone has really been asking, right, Joe, from the jump. The, the people have asked directly to Adam Silver. The, the plan as it is, is we will never have to get to that question because we have done such a great job with our protocol that it's not an issue. But like you mentioned, that there's a guy, Dwight Howard, who we all know, a guy that was the finals in 2009 with the Magic, who plays in the Lakers now. He's already been written up a couple times for not wearing a mask. So he could be one of those guys, like you said, running to Disney World. The Lopez twins have already stated that they have intentions to go to Disney World. They 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 want to go on the rides. They're big fans of Disney World. So what happens when two seven footers team up against whoever's protecting these guys and says, you know what? I'm going to Splash Mountain today. I don't know. I don't know what that looks like, but um it takes a lot of, uh, I don't know, it, it takes a lot of commitment from the players to to live this life, to stay safe. And I think they're all taking it that way because they know the risk that's involved, so they don't want to put anyone else in, in danger. And if they do, someone like Dwight Howard may get kicked out of the bubble because the, the NBA is not going to play that game because it's not worth the risk. I gotta, uh, uh, I gotta ask you. I'm, I'm, I'm wondering because you and BJ talk about this stuff all the time. What's, yep. what's, what's his feeling about this year? Does he think this year is a sham or is this the real deal? I think, I think he's impressed with the, with the NBA's approach to all this in the sense that, like I said before, they were able to put this plan yeah. together. That, that yeah. takes a lot of, uh, a lot of willpower and a lot of smart people to, to be able to figure out what it would look like. And I think from his vantage point, he has players um, that he's an, I mean, he's an active agent. So sure. he's got guys that are going down to the bubble. Um, so he's more concerned with their well being, um, their family's well being, uh, the safety. Um, because the headlines don't always tell the full story, as you know, you know what I mean? There, there is, there's a lot of things that go into the, the, the perception and the PR of the NBA itself, right? They, they want this to be a safe experience, but th- those are going to be the headlines that come out, how great we're doing, but BJ's dealing with the players day to day and you just want to make sure they feel comfortable. And from what I've heard from him, the players that are there do feel, you know, like things have been handled and taken care of the way that they were presented, which is again, that's kudos to the NBA. Yeah, I think the PR aspect is very strong, especially when you compare it with the MLB that we talked about yesterday. Jeez, man. Uh, uh, Yeah, they need to hire their PR firm. I don't don't know what they got going, but that that needs to work. They totally do. If if you're watching this MLB, I'm sure the MLB watches everything that we do. 
yeah, this is on the MLB Network right now. I'm sure <laughs> take all their take all their cues from us. Uh, 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 when it comes to the when it comes to the NBA and the money that's at, that's at stake here, let's talk about the money. If mm-hmm. I'm if I'm a player this season and I'm thinking about this season. At some point, these players must have thought that this season might not even happen, right? Yep. So, so do you think that players are looking at this as just another season with another straight paycheck? Or is this, quote, extra money that I didn't think I was going to make that maybe I can put almost like, you know, I'm going to switch sports here, but, but, but like the Gronk, right? Uh, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Gronkowski would take all of his money from being a tight end and he would put that away and just live off his sponsorship money instead. If you're an NBA player this season, do you think that's what you do? So if I'm an NBA player and I have uh, corporate sponsorship interests, right? Like if I'm if I'm LeBron James or Chris Paul or, or one of these guys, James Harden, any, Chris any who? top level guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like all, all, all of the, all of those guys, right. We're fine. We're okay. We, we weren't, you know, the, the, the NBA check salary, I mean, sure. It's nice, but it's not our, maybe not our primary uh, objective, sure. but, but if you're a mid-level guy, if you're a rookie or on a rookie scale contract, or even a guy like Jason Tatum who's on a rookie deal, but is going to be one of the best players on the Boston Celtics. Th- these are, these are conversations that like, yes, I need th- that check. I need to go play. I, I want to go play. This is important to me. And I think the bigger conversation is not this year in the check. It's the, the what happens with the condensed season next year. Uh, what does that look like? You know, with December and the training camp and free agency and signing and 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 team construction and roster building and how much will teams or how much are they willing to guarantee to certain players, not knowing what the the cap will be? Will will they try to smooth the cap over? You know what I mean? The CBA negotiations will be you know, a whole separate conversation. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that is going to come up just if the bubble is a full success, that makes everything else easier. But if there, there are problems with the bubble and we do not finish, then the rest of those conversations get a lot more um, pivotal and also a lot more, you know, I mean, the, 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 the pocketbook of a lot of, a lot of players and, and coaches and people that are involved with the league obviously will be hurt. And that's why they're doing their best to make this bubble work because they need it to work uh, to make up the revenue loss for sure. I want to ask you about a guy named Dave Portnoy. Not sure if you're familiar with that dude. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm kidding. Of course, you know that guy. <laughs> yes, of course. He, of course, because of the fact that there's been no sports betting, he's been yeah. all about stocks. You've got, and and, and we very actively, Tate, you may not know this, we very actively talked about the problem with his approach to saying, hey, just put random letters together and you're going to make money, which is a bunch yeah. of crap, right? Yeah. Doesn't work. Uh, but then also, you've got a problem of using a tool like Robinhood. Uh, where, where, and, and I don't understand why people use Robinhood, frankly. And this is, you don't got to go down with my ship here, but, 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 but Robinhood makes option buying so easy. And because of people like Portnoy, we, we had this poor kid of a couple months ago commit suicide because of the fact that he got in over his head in options. Um, I'm wondering if Portnoy's uh, uh, attention changes now, changes back. Now that he's got sports back, do you think a guy like him is going to move away from the stock market where he's, in my opinion, leading people wildly astray and go back to uh, the world of sports betting now? I, I, I would say this, Joe. 
Yeah, I would say, Joe, I, I hope that that would be the case, right? I mean, it's the, the company's Barstool Sports, not Barstool Stocks, but maybe it turns into <laughs> Barstool Stocks. I don't I don't know. I, I hope for your sake, right? And and I, I did not know the story of, about someone, you know, committing suicide. I mean, that's horrible. I mean, I I, I don't, you know, I, I don't know about this. I think he calls them stonks, right? I've seen that yes. like, whole thing. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it seems like a whole, you know, it, it's it's the internet, right? The internet is all a game and people like to be part of the joke. And I think that's that's what happens, right? People think that they're in on it. They're having fun, They're but but stocks are real. So when the, when the money hits and they see these issues and they're like, wait a second, this isn't a fun game that I thought we were all playing and, you know, this is personal now and now I have a real financial problem. Um, and you don't want to get to that point. And I think that's, uh, I don't know there, the, the, the trolling and the, the memeing of, of real things has gotten a little too far. I feel like, and, uh, stocks is not something to mess around with. I don't, I don't know how to play that game. So therefore I do not play that game. And I definitely don't have Robin hood and, uh, you know, th- those are just, uh, I know, I know my limitations and I think, uh, you just stick with sports betting. I, I stick with sports betting, but even then I'm like, I, I don't even do that that much. Cause I'm like, this is, this is, who knows what will happen. Yeah. Philip rivers had, had screwed me too much with the chargers where I was like, this is a guaranteed win for me. <laughs> um, <laughs> for, for me to still be betting on sports. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Did you use the words Philip Rivers and guaranteed win the same sentence? Yeah, 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 exactly. This is uh, I'm from North Carolina. I, I used to believe in Keenan Allen and Philip Rivers way too much. Uh, I was going to say the there might be a, that might be the start of your problem right there, man. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, the, yeah. Betting on the chargers is uh, it'll drive you. It'll, 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 that's how you end your sports bet. It's like, you got to bet on the chargers all year. <laughs> that's, You'll be out. That's what I feel like with a lot of people following uh, Portnoy when it comes to his, his stock it's recommendations. Stock, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like betting the on the Chargers. Chargers. Yes. Yeah. No no offense yeah. to the Chargers, but it's like betting on the Chargers. Or betting we'll on... The San, we'll say the San Diego Chargers, so at least it's not <laughs> today, you know? Right. The old Chargers, not the, the, old Chargers. Not the yeah, new not and new, not, new yeah, improved. Yeah. They figured it out. <laughs> uh, coming up next, uh, Tate is going to save today's show like he saved yesterday with a huge mm-hmm. takeaway about what we need to learn about, uh, given that the NBA is uh, getting ready to start this season. But first, want to talk a little bit about my favorite password manager NordPass. They lock passwords. You hold the key with NordPass. Store your passwords in the cloud, access them on desktop, mobile, or your favorite browser, all encrypted on your device for your eyes only. Uh, it's funny. I I got ripped off back, um, God, it was maybe 2002. Uh, I, think, I think Tate was, how old were you in 2002? Like six? I was 10 years old. 10 no, years I, old. <laughs> that's right. You were 10 years old and I was getting ripped off uh, because I didn't understand anything about about passwords or Internet mm-hmm. security. The cool thing is with NordPass, what I really like about it is I put in I have to remember one password. NordPass creates a different password for every single site that I, I get. So while I'm at board, Barstool Sports uh, figuring out what Portnoy is up to next, uh, I'm I'm, I, I make sure my password there is safe. Uh, head to nordpass.com forward slash MWF for more. You'll not only get uh, 60% off, but you'll also get a free month free, Tate. A free month free. Oh, love it. Oh, love it. Are you sitting down? I, I am, thank goodness, because I would have passed out if you told me that earlier. That's right. It's absolutely crazy. All right. What's our big takeaway from this with NBA getting going and uh, the bubble is about to roll? 
my big takeaway for the NBA is that the NBA is going to get their money back via merchandise. And I say that because they're going to use a man that they've always used. And his name is Michael Jordan. And uh, I don't know if you've seen this show, but today they just announced that every team in the NBA, all 30 teams are going to have alternate, alternate Jordan jerseys. Wow. Uh, that are going to have a, a message behind them and they're going to have the Jumpman logo on them. So the Detroit Pistons, for example, a team that battled with Jordan now will have the Jordan logo on them. Oh, um, that's disgusting. This is, this is a merchandise play. This is a, this is a, a Jordan play. I, as a huge Michael Jordan fan and a North Carolina person, I am very excited about this, but I don't like the idea that the NBA yet again is trying to profit off Michael Jordan's image, but I do like the idea. I don't like the idea of Michael Jordan anywhere near my Detroit Pistons. Well, he's he's coming. He's on he's on the jersey. That's absolutely horrible. You could see the. Uh, I'll take Zeke any day. No. I'm yeah. Well, there's gonna be some people buying some Pistons jerseys that are Bulls fans just to have that in their house. Oh, that just makes my stomach ache. You just killed this whole podcast, man. I'm what sorry, Joe. I, I don't. Want, <laughs> that was that was my last North Carolina dig. I, I'm sorry. I apologize. It's the last one for now. Yeah. Wait a month yeah. till he's on next time. Uh, uh, you know. <laughs> my takeaway is, is is that we've been, and not just with today, but the last two days you and I have spent talking about sports, Tate, you know, for, for all of us that have been in quarantine, March through today, and you look at your yep. spending pattern and you look at things that you've been without, like I've been without my, my MLB uh, season pass that I have, um, to watch yep. it on, to, to watch all the games on TV. Uh, uh, uh I have saved money by not going to games, by not going to all of these different things. And I, and I think about how my life is affected. I think before I just go back to the old way where I'm automatically going to buy this disgusting Jersey with mm-hmm. this horrible Michael Jordan stuff all over it. Uh, yeah. uh, I want to think about how my life has changed and do I really, do I really need to spend that type of money? Second. Take a second. Do I need to buy this Jordan Jersey yes. or, or should I just be happy with my current Rip Hamilton Pistons <laughs> Jersey? Yes. Exactly. You should be happy. Remember, remember Rip, remember Chauncey. It was Rip, a great time. Rip, Rip Hamilton. I remember the great days when Rodman was a Piston, not when he was a Oh yeah. Those, those are even better days. Yeah. The, the, yeah. The, 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 those are championship days as well, but that's the thing. The Pistons are a great brand, but now Jordan, Jordan's on the Jordan, Jordan's got its logo on there. So, uh, who would have thought Pistons are painful this year? Not even in Disney. If you can't even it's, get to Disney, it's they're coming hard. back. They're, they're coming back. I believe <laughs> Derek Rose, Derek Rose and the Pistons. Yeah. But Derek Rose and Blake Griffin on one team together, just, I like it. I like it. You do. Save it for the playoffs. Save it for the playoffs. Save it for the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> I love your optimism. That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, reserve them to the playoffs. Get the rest of the guys to get them there. Tate, what's coming up on Pushing Through, my friend? Uh, pushing Through, we got a big week. Uh, we just had uh, Bismack Biombo on, who's uh, yeah. you know not in the bubble as well, but also a guy that was involved in the negotiations to get the bubble going. Uh, we had Trey Weaver, the, the Pistons GM, actually, who was just on the show not too long ago. And then we got... Uh, uh, coming up, we got Emmanuel Moutier, who wow. is uh, down the bubble player for the Utah Jazz, and he's going to give us an update on what's going on uh, inside the bubble, what life is really like down there. So that, that, that's one week for us at Pushing Through. A lot of NBA talk. That is fantastic. And by the way, we'll have uh, both of Tate's links uh, to both of his fine shows wherever uh, at uh, moneywithfriendspodcast.com. Tate, I know you got to go. Thanks for hanging out, my friend. Everybody, uh, we'll see you again back here tomorrow at uh, Money With Friends. Bye-bye. Thanks, Joe.
show is created and hosted by us, Joe Salcihai and Bobby Rebel, and it's edited and produced by Ashley Wall. Money with Friends is a product of Money with Friends LLC, copyright 2020. For a list of the thought leaders who appear on the podcast and links to the stories discussed, head to our website, moneywithfriendspodcast.com. You can also check out our schedule for upcoming recording sessions so you can join us and be part of the show. Also, be sure to follow us on social media at moneyfriendspod on both Instagram and Twitter. Look out for our polls and quizzes. You could get a shout out on the show. We're well worth following. We promise. As with anything, remember you shouldn't take advice from any of us or or any other videos or podcasts without first talking to your financial advisor. These people on this episode, they're here for your and their entertainment purposes only. I'm Bobby. I'm Joe. We'll see you here back next time with another episode of Money with Friends. Bam, nailed it.